Hello, listeners. This week, we are once again joined by a guest, but rather than a straight interview, uh, it's more of a conversation. Uh, sharing his thoughts on the topic of Sprezzatura is Andy, a menswear enthusiast that Ethan and I uh, first met at the Dapper Day uh, plus LACMA event this September. Uh, he's also a member of the Facebook group, which you can join. It's Street Expresa Community. I believe we talked about that later in the episode, but hey, the more plugs, the better. Uh, now that we have that out of the way, we can get on with the show. So <laughs> without further ado, here is Style and Direction. Hi guys, welcome to Style and Direction, a mentor podcast without the stuffiness. This is your host, Ethan Wong. I'm your host, Spencer Adi. Uh, Spencer, how are, you, uh, how are you doing today? I'm great. Uh, this is my first. I'm, I'm beginning school this week, so I was at class for, for most of today. And then I came home, and uh, earlier this morning I discovered The Good Place with Kristen Bell, a TV show on oh, yeah. NBC. I've been talking about it to Ethan basically all day. Nice. I actually haven't been paying attention because I'm a good boy at work who doesn't check his. Uh... That is a lie. <laughs> that is. What are you talking about? I am. I am like the best worker. I I work because there's. So I mean, hard. with your job, there's so little time to check your phone. Right. Because yeah, of how we, often we you're helping people out. And if and if my boss is listening, we I'm, I'm busy a lot. You're so busy. Um, yeah, I'm but so anyway, scheduling. the good place um, on NBC. Check it out. This is sponsored, sponsored post. post. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, NBC. Kristen Bell um, personally gave me $30 for that. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, I watched... Okay, Bell. but anyway, my point is I watched literally all of it today. Oh. Yep. Wow. Well, not all. Not season two. All of season one. Is It's on Netflix? It's the first season's on Netflix, yes. You're telling me that I can watch the first season on Netflix on demand whenever I want? Whenever you want. It's called Netflix, and it's great. $14 <laughs> a month? This is a sponsored post. <laughs> there we go. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm joined uh, to get back on topic. I'm joined today by my friend. When were we off topic? We never had a topic to begin with. Well, I'm 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 pushing us forward, just okay. like Mao Zedong. Yep, the great the great, great leap forward. forward. <laughs> exactly. Um, so to to be like Mao and and go on with some cultural revolution. Um, I'm joined by a new friend today. Well, he's not really a new friend. Um, how long have we known each other? Like, and I'll introduce you in a second. Since August. Since August. I think. So like. No wait no. Is yeah, it... when was LACMA? LACMA. LACMA yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. So how, how do you want us to address you? Do you want to say Andy or Nguyen? Andy. Andy. Okay. So I'm joined <laughs> by my friend Andy. Andy, say hi. Hi guys. I'm uh, Nguyen Tran, aka Andy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andy, aka Andy. <laughs> Um, how was your day today, Andy? It was uh, it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> what just... did you eat for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> this is funny well, stuff. <laughs> it's it, the reason why it's funny is because we did like five takes of this. We did. Well, that was mostly you guys. Okay, so uh, we're gonna fess up. We really wanged it when we interviewed Cody. Um, yeah. Because we... we had the wrong setting on the microphone. Yeah, uh, right now Ethan and Andy are one. having fun gallivanting around Ethan's house while I'm stuck in in, in Orange County. 
So they're together. It's funny because Andy is originally from Orange County. <laughs> yep, the OC, as we don't call <laughs> don't it. Don't call it that. Yeah. Um, so they're together. I'm not. And they're using the microphone, both the right settings this time. We tested Yeah, that we're out. on interview <laughs> mode, mm-hmm. which is, you we know. We should have figured that was the right one to use, huh? No, okay. So in my defense, I was telling Andy this at dinner. So the symbol for... Uh, uh, for uh, interview mode is like an infinity symbol so it's like two connected um circles and the mode the symbol for stereo mode is two circles intersecting each other so more like a venn diagram and i thought that the two circles that are intersecting um you know they point in two directions right so therefore that one must be the interview mode because the infinity one would be stereo mode right you get everything but yep. apparently that's not the case theoretically <laughs> Could, with your microphone, could we make one of those like 3D like ASMR videos where it sounds? Oh like... yeah, yeah. Because technically, yeah. Like I said, it's it's stereo mode. So what we recorded last time, that's how it works. That was an ASMR video. That was for, yeah. Listen, probably for some listen people. Listen to that Cody episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Andy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know that you know you are into classic menswear. You're kind of a little right. bit into vintage, mainly because you like your thrift, right? And mm-hmm. you know you have a little bit of like Macklemore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a big cock. Um, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, tell us, tell us, tell the listeners about yourself. So, um, I actually just got into man, like real menswear, uh, around a year and a half ago. Before that, fairly I, recent then. Fairly recent, yeah. Yep. But my very first jacket or blazer that I got uh, when I first got to the U.S. Uh, in 2000, 2012 was a H and M blazer and, and when i tried it i'm like mm, this is something I, I i i think i'm gonna wear like i'm gonna be able to rock it but then it sits in my closet for like two years ish then i got to know a guy from vietnam his uh, he's really knowledgeable uh his his name is um Phuc Duang. um and he's starting a business in, in bespoke too in, oh, in cool. saigon mm-hmm. yeah um, and I just want to say, like, uh, when we first started talking, and we, you know, you were one of the first people to join the Street Expressa Facebook group. Um, you know, I know you shared that uh, Vietnam is kind of getting big into menswear now. It uh, is. You know, mm-hmm. I know that you know there's always been that kind of like you know the fast tailoring, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of exploding. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know more in terms of like quality and style as mm-hmm. opposed to like these cheap fast suits. So it's I think that's kind of. Like, can you tell us more about about that? So yeah, um, I think recently uh, people in Vietnam are actually paying more attention to quality uh, tailoring um, stuff right now, uh, as opposed to the uh, fast fashion, you know, Zara, H and M stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the the customers are actually educating the 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 old no sorry the 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 the, the customers are actually educating the tailors back mm. oh. because they're updating information from blocks like yours, sp- oh, uh, cool. Street Expressa, and Articles of Style. Oh, okay. And yeah, and they know so, more. Right, yeah. So it's like these these tailors were very old school, and to get like the new yeah. styles, they're they're having to go through like getting new clients. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's yep. crazy. That's kind of. You know, no, I mean, not, not to like cut you off there, but like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you read mm-hmm. Amitora, the book? Uh, <laughs> another sponsor post, guys. Read Amitora. <laughs> I do want to read it. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, have you read that book? No. And so basically, uh, for, and for those of you who are listening who don't know, mm-hmm. it's a book about how Japan kind of co-opted American style and how they kind of got it. And so back in like the 30s and 40s, you know, Japan, even though it was kind of isolationist a little bit, like, you know, they still had an idea of what a 30s and 40s seat would look like. And this guy, uh, I forgot what his name was, but he was like kind of a rich guy. He fell in love with American like ivy tailoring. And he wanted them to create these Ivy look, but they didn't like, it's weird. Like they didn't know how to not have shoulder pads in the suit. They didn't know how to have like a three roll two mm. button stance, you know, mm-hmm. and like, you mm-hmm. know, like a, like a sack suit. And so in, in the, earlier in the book, um, they, they kind of mentioned how like he had to go through like these different variations of it mm-hmm. and like how, I don't think there's any pictures of it because I think he threw them away because they, they weren't what he wanted. But I think it's kind of cool how that's kind of happening in Vietnam right now. Like they're, like these old school tailors who have done like kind of the same thing, according to you, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, they're having to change with how they do it, you know, with these new styles. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what what's the main thing that's popular over there right now? Like, like is it kind of articles of style? Because I know you shared that there was like that thing called the suit walk, right? Or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah what, what was that? That was like a Vietnamese International Week uh-huh. uh, walk. Sorry. um, a walk week (laughs) walk week where everyone walks (laughs) no cars uh, allowed but the um the the sartorial menswear enthusiasts actually um gather up and to meet and in that event and they call it the sartorial walk where they meet each other different big tailors they met each other as, as well as other big dressers big blockers they met each other to talk about menswear wow share about stuff now are uh-huh. they all, are they like businessmen or are they just enthusiasts like is it like um some of them are businessmen some of them are politicians oh wow yeah some of them a little um, bit of everything a little bit of everything and tailors uh even just college students like wow. yep mm-hmm. dang okay so how did how did that work out for you so you did you get into it when you first moved here i got into it yeah, the well, actually, way back before, like I, I, I saw my dad wearing, you know, high rise, um, slacks with Hell pleated, yeah. with pleats, and button up shirts. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he didn't really inspire me. He just kind of perpetuated the, the idea uh, that into my mind, kind of, because I, I he taught at home, so um, I saw him wearing that every day. And then when when I got into the U.S., I kind of get into that um menswear thing at first by buying my first h&m polyester (laughs) blazer and then i read the the blog from um his name is uh he's the founder of um of a big uh menswear brand in Uh vietnam and i got even more into it and then i read ethan's first vintage uh, tailoring guide. Uh, yeah, guide. Yeah, how did? Yeah, what, the, oh, so the the one that was like the general guide to vintage style. Or that Which, one? No, we need that, to update because uh, a lot of those photos are down. <laughs> um, <coughs> my the very first one was the the three dollar oh, suit. Oh, yeah, the three dollar. Yep. Thrifted suit. I yeah, got it. Uh, that he was actually wearing a few minutes ago, because <laughs> he's at my house. <laughs> and yep. I'm not. And, uh, how how did you find that one? Did you? Uh, I don't know. I just I just 
Google. I, I just, I just, I just wrote menswear on on Google and, and try. Check and out sh- that SEO, guys. I just want to let you know. I looked it up, and apparently we have, or well, I should say you have. I've done like three things for the blog. You have mm-hmm. one thousand three hundred and fifty total views from the country of Vietnam. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. And then, do you want to know your least viewed country? Yeah. What is it? Congo. Finland. Well, Micronesia, wait, wait. Congo. Um, there's wait, a lot. Hold on. There's there a lot. Djibouti. There, wait, I get like one view from each of these small random countries? Yes. Iran That's is not-, not a small country, but you did get one one view from Madagascar, I meant like, my favorite oh, wow. movie. Hmm. The, okay, first of all, the score to Madagascar is severely <laughs> underrated, guys. I think. Okay. I'm just saying. Hans Zimmer really did a good job with that one. Yep. And his nine Ghost Riders. Yep. Um, but that, that's super cool, though. I, I, you know, that's kind of a weird way to get. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I do a lot of these tailoring transformations, you know, every once in a while. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you were able to find one. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then, what, what? So, what made you actually add me on? Um, no. Yeah, you messaged me when I was in like France. Oh, oh yeah, mean? that was. <laughs> yeah, that was like in May. May, yes. Yeah, and you were like, "Hey, um, my name is Andy. Mm-hmm. I would love, you know, I don't know if you were doing any events, but I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm in OC, and I'm like, I was literally in one of the, I forgot what it was like, I was in Montmartre, which is mm-hmm. like the arts, like an art town in Paris, mm-hmm. like you know, Van. I, uh, I, I don't want to get my art history wrong, but apparently <laughs> a lot of artists stayed there at some point, in like you know, like the eight, late 1800s, early 1900s. And, uh, no, I remember like getting like, like some lemonade and I'm like, Hey, this guy messaged me. Should I like start doing like events? <laughs> and, um, and my mom was like, yeah, you should. I'm like, okay, sure. Um, so yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's literally the story now. And then he was able to come to, uh, LACMA where I saw him for like two seconds before I went to go watch a movie, <laughs> yep. which turned out to be one of the longest movies I've ever it seen in my so life. It was so long. I, okay. So here's a fun story about that movie. I left in the middle to go to the bathroom <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, and when I came back in, the theater was so dark I literally could not find Ethan. So I just <laughs> and had also it didn't help that we sat like in the middle of like a row, and, and so he would have to like walk through a bunch of people to find to him. maybe find him. Yeah. And so instead, I just sat on the edge, and I was and very know, uncomfortable the whole time. I considered leave. I mean, even though I really like the movie, and for those of you who don't know, it's called The Red Shoes. It's like a 1950s movie about a ballet thing. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, but <laughs> anyway, uh, I even considered leaving because I was like, Spencer's not here. I was Maybe really like worried you outside. did that because I would be like, because then I was going to be like, I'm not going to find him. <laughs> like, Also, he's... there was like no signal in that building. No, there was no signal. Okay, also... Uh, confession time I had also left to check my phone to see if I got any messages because that was a day that I had gotten ghosted on tinder and so <laughs> I was like oh maybe she messaged me back but she didn't and that's my that's my that's my sad life it's okay I'm single too yeah <laughs> except Andy Andy's got a girlfriend oh yes how long have you guys been dating welcome back to Ethan's uh, love interview fun fact about the podcast we named it style and direction so we could call ourselves sad boys and be sad about how we're single but then we realized how douchey that would be 
<laughs> but it's true. We are pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, does she share your love of men's or fashion? Um, From what I've seen, she she dresses really well. She yes, she does dress really well. And um, well, she's. she's now I feel re- sad now. <laughs> sad <laughs> boys. She's uh she's not really into tailoring, but uh recently I don't know if if that's because of me or she started to wear high rise pants nice. with pleats. Ooh, and that nice. really. That's I'm like wow that looked really great on 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 her, and I was I was surprised too. <laughs> but that she was getting into it. He, uh, kind of. Um, she just started to wear yeah, just slacks with right uh, right. That's that's super yeah. cool, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, better hold on to that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, what what do you do for a living? And what's your social security number? What's your uh? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but do you get to dress up for work? Uh, I don't. Uh, recent. I'm um, actually a sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if you count um, wearing Capital Oxford as dressing as yeah maybe when slacks, but um that's like your little form of like I'm gonna I'm gonna bend the dress code of, of my job. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear some of this. Yeah, uh, I'm actually working at um a Vietnamese a French Vietnamese restaurant. Oh okay. And a uh, I'm also a full time student in Custer Fullerton. Hmm. But um. Now you're gonna die. Someone's gonna kill you now. Oh, God! <laughs> you're just gonna look for someone wearing capto oxfords at Fullerton. And just... Well, um, those are actually real workwear shoes, uh, oh, slip really? resistant. Yes, made from real leather, hmm. and it's capto oxford. Wow. Well, no, actually, no capto capto derby. Ooh, I'm okay. sorry, but still, uh, but they require me to wear slacks, mm-hmm. black slacks, and they provide me with a a, a red button down shirt. Uh, is it polyester? <laughs> no, it's cotton. <laughs> oh, oh thank God. <laughs> thank God. But, yep. Uh, yeah, I just I just um, measure my pants exactly how I do to my men's wear thing. And um, wear a capsule derby. Right. Yep. So, uh, how often do you work? Like, when, when, when are you able to actually dress up? Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude. Never. Um, I dress up when I go home. <laughs> well, um, I've been working a heck of a lot uh, after uh, since Christmas and New Year and you know that kind of thing. But things are uh, spreading out a little bit, and I have a little bit more time me from me time for myself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're you're able to come here, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> see, um, so I I I usually just dress up, not really dress up, but just put on some slacks and but uh, shirts and just jacket sport jacket mm-hmm. uh, if i have to go to the bar to grab a drink with my friend nice yeah, spencer can't go to the bar yet well give me soon give me soon like enough. roughly 24 <laughs> 25 days <laughs> actually Zach, andy will be turning 23 like a week before that or how, how long when do you turn uh eight uh february 18th yeah so literally almost one week before uh, or a little over a week before Spencer. We should have a shared birthday party. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> Let's why not? Fucking do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you dress up for the bar, uh, a date. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. How's yep. your How's your family feel about you dressing up? Uh, well, they're. I started to wear. A lot of um, you know loafers, <laughs> and, and they hated uh, it. <laughs> and they hated it. Yes. Uh, my, my, my. Um, my shoe racks has already filled up with sneakers before because I, I was into sneakers before, and now 
I don't have space for <laughs> leather loafers, <laughs> so I had to spread like I had to put them in front of my my uh my room and inside of my room, it fill up all the way in like the door, and they're like, mm, I gotta buy a new rack soon, hopefully. I, when I when I because you, know, you can see the rack in my room <clears throat> right over there. Yeah. Uh, before I that, I, I was gonna ask you like where would you get it though? It's uh, my dad got it from Target. Actually. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. I uh before that it was just all on the floor. So. Uh. Yeah. I'm really glad that my dad bought it. I think it's like twenty bucks. Um. Thanks. Thanks Target. So. <laughs> Do we want to? Do we want to get on the? Are we? Are we still talking yeah, about why, the? Yeah. Why don't we get back? So, uh, we've learned a little bit more about Andy right now. And uh, for those of you who have made it this far and have listened to the podcast and maybe kept up with us on Instagram, there's actually a lost episode where we discuss the concept of a sprezzatura. Deep in the the, the style and direction lore. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason I wrote why a we didn't pasta do it, about it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like I don't read creepypasta, so I don't even know how I would begin it. <laughs> it's like but. I tell I tell you to kill yourself and then like the the picture it starts bleeding photorealistic blood. <laughs> and it spells out Spresatura. Yep. <laughs> um but uh basically we did a whole episode on that topic and we couldn't release it because the audio was kinda of fucked up. But then the next episode had the exact same problem and we released it anyway. Yeah, except though, except that one, it was less apparent, so mm. it wasn't as bad. Um, so we thought that, you know, now that we have a guest, you know, it it won't be as if we were just kind of redoing the same episode. That we'd get, you know, we'd all be able to talk about it. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so for those of you who don't know, Spetsatura uh, is one of the facets of my blog because it's great SEO for me. Um, <laughs> but it stems from a word. It, it's Italian, mm-hmm. obviously, and mm-hmm. it stems. Or it means studied carelessness. I forgot. Uh, Spencer, do you know who came up with that term? You bet I do. Uh, I'm not going to say his... I'm not going to attempt... Well, I'll attempt to say his name. Uh, Let me just check out how many views you get from Italy. Uh, Okay, so if everyone who reads your blog in Italy listens to this, I will get roughly 4,000 angry emails. (laughs) People... Another fun thing about me is that I'm really bad at foreign pronunciation. I mean, you're white, so... I am. Just... His name was Baldessare. Uh, that was awful. Yep. Castiglione. That's... <laughs> That's not right. Castiglione? Castiglione, yep. Gilone. Um, no, I don't Leone. know. I, I could be bad at that, too. I'm not but anyway, it came from the book. It came from his... Book of the Courtier, mm-hmm. and according to Wikipedia, where it is defined by the author as a certain nonchalance so as to conceal all art and make whatever one does or say appear to be without effort and almost without any thought about it. So essentially, studied carelessness. Ooh. So ba- so basically, it's like I think you told us the last time that these, it was yeah it was originally guys, like the enlightenment would be like i'm gonna study this so well, hard so renaissance actually renaissance sorry sorry the other one um but they were like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna like practice martial arts forever and so <laughs> i can make it look like i didn't like i'm just naturally good like i don't even care but i if, actually hey do. if we're talking about martial arts which was i don't think widespread in europe at the time <laughs> there is a japanese term that means roughly the same thing oh lay it on us shibui Shebang? Yep. <laughs> William Hung? Yep. It's uh, it's a Japanese term uh, which refers to uh, 
particular aesthetic of simple, subtle, and unobstructive beauty. Yeah, that's that sounds that's a hauntingly beautiful. <laughs> yep. But yeah, essentially it would just, like Ethan said, guys would say, like, I'm going to practice this. Like, uh, I don't know, the example they use as um, is like, you know, dancing or oh, maybe jousting or whatever. They, they spend hours and hours practicing it. But then they act like, oh, what's this? A big dog? When they're about to get on that jousting horse. But then they kill it. So. So, yeah. So I guess um, guys would... Nowadays, I don't think it really means uh, it also somehow they have an example like a picture of like a Raphael painting and then like an earlier version of that painting. And they're like, look at the spreads of tour and Raphael's version. I don't really see a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he just it's you know, he just he just painted it all smug. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just I'm just painting this thing. Uh Um, But uh, so uh, for those of you listening, um, not live, obviously, because we're not live. (laughs) Um, but I guess it's translated over to menswear in a sense that, you know, you want to make your outfit look as effortless as possible, even though it's carefully put together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Gianni Agnelli, I think is his name. I, I really, lots of guys talk about how he's like the best guy that, you know, that got him into it, but I didn't really get into it or even know of him until like the past one or two years ago. Uh, he's like this, like this tycoon, Italian tycoon, who I guess you would say he gave no fucks about what he was wearing. Like he'd wear like desert boots or like, or like work boots with a suit. He would wear his tie. He wouldn't tuck in his tie blade into the keeper. He would just let it all hang out. Sometimes he would tuck it in, mm-hmm. which I know ruffles a lot of feathers uh, for some people. <laughs> Including Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what else would he do? He would also um, like, he would wear his wristwatch like on oh, his yeah. shirt, on like his on shirt. his shirt cuff, you know? And yeah, he just kind of gave no fucks, and a lot of people kind of latched onto that uh, today, in like you know, the past ten years when the menswear renaissance happened, and uh, they kind of like, oh yeah, it's called spritz of tour, man. You just don't give a fuck, and then, but you know, you obviously do give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, something that we touched on in the lost episode is that I think it's kind of gotten misused as a term. True. Yeah, like a lot of guys, like especially on Reddit, will be like, oh, you see pity peacocks. And by that we mean guys who go to pity, who dress very flamboyantly. Like There's nothing bright, wrong with it. Like but, you bright know. pink suits, stuff like that. Right, right, yeah. You know, like crazy shoes, you know. Um, and it's basically, I mean, maybe not for some of them, but, you know, I think the idea is to get noticed to so get your picture taken. And, you know, even though they're outrageous, you know, they, they tend to have an air of, like, I guess, sprezzatura. And, you know, they make it look effortless. And I think that's not really what it means. Mm-mm. Like, I well, I can only speak for myself here, but I think, it, you know, it's, it's more for styling and how you carry yourself with your suit as opposed to like, hey, I'm going to make my I'm going to wear bright pink pants and be like, whatever. Like, I don't think that's that's the right term for it, you know. And unfortunately, a lot of people, when they see it, they think, oh, that's just spreads a tura. And I'm like, that's not it, it gives it a bad term. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like you like. Pity peacocks are sprezzatura, or you know they have sprezza, whatever you want to call it. I feel like and, the definition yeah. that you and I have of sprezzatura could be it has a lot to do with kind of like our interest in ivy style, because interesting, yeah, yeah, because it's like for the most, I, I I'm I'm just speaking for myself here, but for the most part, none of us are. Well, both of us, we're not into dressing to stand out and look, like, crazy and make everyone, like, be the center of attention. 
Am I, I right? And Andy, how do you uh, how do you dress? Well, I first I I just dress because for myself because I, I I just good love answer. You pass. <laughs> <laughs> I I just um I just dress up because I I feel comfortable in that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. If I feel comfortable in what I wear, that's that's wearing for me first. And then I wear I I dress up because. It's for me first, and then because I respect the, the, you know, the person that I'm interacting right. with. Right? Didn't Tom for someone said it's like dressing well is a good a form of for, good manners? Yeah, good you know, manners, it shows respect yeah. for like what they like. Oh, this guy yeah. cared enough to look good. Yeah. when we're hanging out or mm-hmm. something, right? But and it's funny as I'm saying this, I'm wearing pajamas, and Andy <laughs> is still wearing his attire. I'm from also earlier. in pajamas, <laughs> but y'all can't see me, so whatever. <laughs> But yeah, no, because it's like when I when I when I think of like the you know classic Ivy style. Of course, there are things like go to hell pants and like and whatever. That's but, preppy though. That's preppy. but for That's the most really part, the stuff that we tend to like a little bit more is very, <laughs> to borrow from the Japanese term, unobtrusive. Um, the, you know, things like they would they would wear you know they would wear their shirts to hell, and so it's like on mm. the 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 collar would be kind of frayed or. This is not something that Ethan or I do, but there was an Ivy trend of uh, when their shoes needed to be resold, instead of actually resoling them, they would just like tape it together. So stuff wow. like that. Okay. And I so, did not know that. That's a new extreme. <laughs> I think I've sent you photos of Save that. Save money. <laughs> yeah, I think I've sent you photos of that. But yeah, it's like yeah, that kind of thing of just being like acting like you do not care how you look, but really you do deeply deeply care well so i guess so our interpretation if i can assess it correctly it's like we put the outfit together we put our stuff we have we our style is very studied yep basically right like we know what goes together mm-hmm. we know it's supposed to fit but then when we wear it we don't care and that's where the carelessness comes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. i mean that's how i you know that's how i do it like i aim you know i mean yeah i could say i dress for myself i want to be comfortable or whatever but i really if i was being you know narcissistic or arrogant about it i want it's like it's like i want to be a beacon <laughs> to people oh boy. To just to, well to prove that you can wear you can dress up and be a normal guy you yeah can, you, you want to be able to look can, comfortable in your clothes exactly and a lot of people you know don't have that nope like you know like even with vintage like you know like they always say like don't put your hands in your pockets stand straight you know mm-hmm. you know you gotta you gotta look Popper all the time or whatever. Yeah, like when when we oh. posted when you posted on vintage Facebook groups, you would always get comments like, "Why are you having hands, hands in the pockets?" In the pockets and stuff like right. that. Right, right. Oh, and um, yeah, like that happens all the time. And even not just vintage people, but like regular people. You mm-hmm. know, like I when I posted this article of, uh, that you can um put your hands in your pockets. I put that on on Reddit. Comments. Some people were like, some people were like, oh. We don't really need this post because you can do it. It's up to you. And then some people were like, you're going to ruin your suit or it's so slouchy. It's not proper. And I'm like, exactly. That's exactly why I wrote this because I couldn't care less. Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, if you wear a denim jacket or a leather jacket, you're going to put your hands in your pockets. Right. So why can't you do that with your suit? Come on, your guys. sport coat or something. Like, you know? yeah, I, I get a lot of customers that, like, want to leave. Like, I'm giving them their suits from tailoring, and I'm like, do you want me to cut open the pockets? And they're like, no. No, no. I don't want them. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't want them to get ruined. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? It's there for the use, right? Yeah, right? exactly. You know, I remember when I first met my friend, 
uh, Dylan at Dapper Day, and he, you know, Dylan's a vintage guy. He's a nice guy, and uh, like he was wearing like a Palm Beach DB jacket with navy trousers. And the thing I noticed was that like he was using his pockets, like he had like his phone case in there. He's got like his, he's got like a newspaper or some magazine a book that he brought with him, you know, to you know, read while he's on waiting for rides or whatever. And I'm on like, rides. Yeah, yeah, like he's so bored. Um, but like I, I really enjoyed that. Like I mean, it's it's not even like a styling thing. It's yeah. just like he's just using it, and he looks so natural. Like he's not, mm-hmm. he doesn't care that you can see the lines of his wallet in his pocket like that's that's the whole point and i mean with denim heads being able to see the outline of stuff you carry in your pockets all the time that's a huge deal like you you want those fades you, want you know it. and uh i know that like when we post in our in our groups vintage guys will be like oh you're gonna make the pocket sag or, or whatever and i'm like well bring it on <laughs> yeah I, I want it to sag like there's a picture that i put in the in the article of jimmy stewart uh and i think it's a wonderful life where he's wearing like a patch pocket suit and it's probably like one of his few suits i think or something like that because like his his pockets are just saggy and i'm like i want mine to look like that yeah <laughs> um but yeah like i remember there's this guy i forgot what his username on reddit is probably it's probably better that i don't remember it but <laughs> yeah uh, because we was... talked about in the other in one of the other episodes you got to stop using this to air out your dirty laundry and calling people out hey man it's all fake it's fake news <laughs> yep. okay <laughs> that's the world we live in now right uh-huh. um but uh no he uh he was talking about how you know, he bought this Tom Ford or some a Tom Brown suit and he like wasted money because the pockets began to sag. And I'm like, dude, that's your fucking fault. Then. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I mean, not, not saying that's your fault for, you know, for putting your hands in your pockets. I'm saying like, it's your suit, man. Like it's yours. You're, you've lived it, you know, mm-hmm. unless he's like a hype beast where you want to like resell it later. I guess I can see that. You it's know, like, same thing it's with like the people. patina of your suit. Yeah, exactly. You know, like a lot of people are uh, post these questions on MFA where they're like, "Oh no, I got cre- creases on my shoes. Yep. How do I get rid of them?" And I'm like, yep. "You don't walk." Yeah, basically, it's like people people complain about like sometimes. Okay, now I'm airing out my dirty laundry, but I have, we have we have people come in that they return a pair. Should we have of shoes. called this podcast laundry service? <laughs> we they they return a pair of shoes. Like I've worn this two times and there are creases in it. I want a pair that doesn't have any creases, and I tell them it's like that's what happens with leather shoes like i don't know what to tell you or there was a dude who like returned a pair of pants that he'd already had tailored so we had to damage it out because there was one loose thread on the back of the knee and i told him no one's gonna notice and he said i paid a hundred dollars for these pants and i was like okay let me let me take out the thread and so i got a seam ripper and pulled out the loose thread and he's like it left a mark and i said it's a textured suit like it blends in and he's like well i can see it and i'm like whatever <laughs> okay <laughs> and then i left because i was uh, i was supposed to leave 10 minutes ago right so like is the thing we're coming to is that guys don't want to be lived in in their suits like yeah. because they want it to look pristine as possible they just want it they just want it to be perfect always and if you have like maybe one suit that you have to like wear to everything. I understand sure. that, but if you have more right. than one, like who cares? That was that was actually me. Like that that happens to me to my uh, polyester H and M blazer when I first bought it. I was so like, I I I, I really really treasure it. So whenever I drive, <laughs> I, I, I don't even put I don't I don't even put it on. I laid it 
like flat <laughs> in the back of my car. And you buckled up the seatbelt. <laughs> pretty much, yes. So it, yeah, and um, uh, I didn't even cut the thread. I I knew that we we're supposed to cut the thread so we can use the po- pockets. Like no, just fuck it. I'm just gonna keep it pristine so it looks as new as possible. And I put it in a plastic bag, put it in a closet, <laughs> and I never wear it for like two and a half years oh, later. <laughs> You know, like, okay. I have I have belt backs that I fucking beat up more than that more than yeah, a I, polyester I was, jacket. I, I just got a hundred percent cotton Ralph Lauren like uh, blue blue sport coat, and I was wearing it for the first time the other day. Literally, just like right before I left, just pulled it out of the eBay box, um, and threw it on. And one of my coworkers was like, "Oh, you should put that in the presser. It's a little bit wrinkled." And I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going for. <laughs> that's that's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's ever happened to me, other than just people telling me stop putting your hands in your pockets. Mm-hmm. And I like how it's become kind of like a meme in our little Facebook community, mm-hmm. like fisting Ethan, <laughs> <laughs> which is my favorite hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone likes to fist Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh man, is this the, is it going to be that kind of podcast now? Oh yeah, um, this one's yeah. definitely going to earn the explicit tag. Oh yeah, finally. <laughs> Are there you any know, other notice... points we could bring up so we're not just complaining about other people? <laughs> right, right. Um, well, I think if we want to go back to the uh, whole, uh, like the misconception about it, like I really and maybe we're the ones that are wrong because <laughs> what I've read is that people feel like it is pretzatura to wear pink suits and pink stuff, and I think it's because. You know, it takes balls to pull off pink pants. And I mean, I guess in a sense they do. You know, most of the time when they wear like pink jackets or pink trousers, it's usually worn with like white or blue, which it does go with, Mm -hmm. even though it might be a little bit of like an out there choice for most of us. And in a sense, you could say that that spreads the Tura because it's studied. You know, they obviously know how to make it work and they they're like, fuck this. I'm going to wear it. And that's where the carelessness comes in. I don't know what your uh how you feel about that um but that's i mean that's how i can reconcile it you know like i the more we talk about it, the more you know i can see that there can be different variations oh, of yeah. what it means to have a sprezzatura is sprezzatura means something different to everybody whoa <laughs> who would have thunk <laughs> who would have thunk it right <laughs> um but I don't, I don't know what what do you think about that spence or andy whatever you guys, if you guys want to jump in come in the water's fine well um for me i think that the uh I didn't even know the word like for like <laughs> a couple months ago. <laughs> right. So um, so I think the the spazzatura, the the the, the 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 essence of it is is to look comfortable in what you're wearing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can only achieve that by wearing it um, like a lot. I'm not I'm, I'm not talking about daily, but just like you put it on with 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 um, you put it on carefully, but as soon as you walk out the door you just you know you're not pretending you don't remember it you actually forget about it and just you know jump in with whatever you do daily right okay yep. mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so it's, yeah it's like you know you, you you care about it when you're putting it on and mm-hmm. then once it's mm-hmm. on you're just like yep just... whatever happens happens mm-hmm. that's 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 a good mentality for yeah. that i think that's mm-hmm. that's really good um i think i'm the same way <laughs> you know um uh, Spence, I don't know what do you what do you think? I mean, basically, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't get out of my like I don't go out of my way to like 
actually like ruin stuff or you know like if i'm if i'm wearing like i I wear linen pants and i'm more careful not to get holes in those um right Mm -hmm. but other than that yeah like i throw it on i'm like okay just just time to just time to be me (laughs) <laughs> like I like I think I think we probably already brought this up, but my main goal is to look comfortable in what I wear. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. uh, one of my coworkers, us. the first time they saw me out of like my you know shirt and tie that I wear to work, they were like, "It's weird to see you dressed casual." And I was thinking, well, we all do, we all dress up all the time. But then I was like, maybe it's just because I look so gosh darn natural in what I'm wearing. I'm so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think you touched on a, on a good point there because you said, like, you don't go out of your way to ruin things. And I think that's something that we miss mm-hmm. or people miss about Spencer Tour because because it's it's become such a meme in menswear. People go out of their way to look natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like I guess that comes with like the unbuckled monk straps. Oh my god! Which I mean, <laughs> I can kind of get on the side of like you know you 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 unbuckle one to slip them on and you just kind of be like fuck it. But then I guess like it's someone said it's like you know wearing shoes untied, which I you know it's easier to put on, but you know it's kind of sloppy. Yeah. Um, and the same thing goes for like the un the, the tied tie thing. You know, like obviously I don't think any of us use tie bars mm-hmm. or use the keeper. Um, actually, you know, with vintage ties, they don't have keepers, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, that's my excuse. Uh, but I do wear modern ties every once in a while, and I don't use them. Andy, do you use your keeper? What? What's that? Uh, so, on the, for those of you listening, so on the back of the front tie blade is a little oh, loop. okay. And then you put the other thing in there. When I first got into menswear, yeah. I did, but not right now, because, I don't know. I, I just, at first, I actually forgot to, to put it, to put them on. And so I'm real like, spazzatura when you well, pretty yeah, much yeah, but um, <laughs> but actually um, the uh, the debate about what's the um, what's the where's where to draw the line for study carelessness of spazzatura uh-huh. has been a big debate in Vietnam right now. Hmm. Oh, whoa! Yes. They're actually talking about this right now. Yes, it is. And uh, the guy that actually hosts the sartorial walk, he actually has a blog too. Uh, do you mind if I say the no, name? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. His, his blog is um, Gentleman Sharing. He's working for Sir Taylor. Um, he wrote about where to, where to draw the line of, you know, where not, what, how not to be too much. Too, too careless. Too careless. <laughs> like uh, where you wear f- uh, double monk straps and you just don't buckle four of them. That's not just careless. That's just sloppy. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah he just came down to the like the essence of a spazzatura like I said before mm-hmm. it's just be comfortable in whatever, whatever you wear right and you just for yourself and pretty much it yeah because I mean at the end of the day the only person who really cares is you you know because yeah, yeah. I mean 9 out of 10 people will just look at us and be like oh that guy's wearing a suit mm-hmm. you know only the Dude. one person will be like oh he's actually not doing he's He's buttoned it kind of weird, his tie, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's not. No one's really gonna notice except you know True. us, or you know. So and I'm. It's, oh, sorry. Go, go, go ahead, on. Spence. No, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I was gonna say that kind of the point that we're talking about, it like being natural. That's something that really drew you toward maybe just like the photos and stuff like that of places like the Armory or Drake's or any of the. I, I basically only know those two menswear companies. B N Taylor. You forgot B N Taylor. <laughs> yeah, B N Taylor. Yes. Stuff like that. So. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to like what looks good. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, wearing your tie too long, you know, <laughs> where the uh, I I can get behind the back blade being long because I I would just tuck it. I'm not I'm not a big fan of like just letting like you know the, the long one just hang out. Like if it if the front blade is fine. And the back blade's long. I'll just tuck it in, either in my shirt or I tuck it in my pants, whatever. But I know that some of these guys would just let both of them just hang out. You know, maybe both ends are too long, like they go past your waistband. Mm-hmm. And it might just be the bias because they're the armory, but because of that damn good slick photography, I I'm like, damn, that looks good. <laughs> you know, and maybe in practice, you know, if you saw like a random guy walking the street, you'd be like, that guy sucks. <laughs> you know, and I guess you know there there is that aspect of it. You know, of making it look good and if you're taking a mirror a mirror selfie of you with like an unbuttoned shirt with a long tie of course it's not gonna look good but if you've got like really dramatic lighting in your hands or in your pockets you know you could be like it looks sloppy but he looks really good you mm-hmm. know um but yeah that line that 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 andy was saying is kind of hard to find because i really you know i i try not to say what mm-hmm. you can and can't do True. um because i i think style style in general is personal mm-hmm. you know again it matters how comfortable you feel walking out the door. Um, but I, I obviously have my limits too. I don't really wear monk straps anymore. <laughs> I know I used to. And when I did, I would leave the back buckles, not both, just the back buckles undone. So I could slip them on. And uh, I, I used to do the whole tie thing, you know, like I said, but eventually I just kind of, I kept the front blade fine. I would tuck in the back blade. Um, and that's kind of the extent of it. Like, I don't really wear, like, some people wear, like, their shirts uncut, like, the cuff of their shirt unbuttoned. And even though, like, that's kind of, like, not that big of a deal if mm-hmm. you wear, like, a like a suit. Like, technically, your suit sleeve will hold your shirt together. It's actually, True. like, open mm-hmm. up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of falls under this whole, I guess, conservative uh, mindset of, like, oh, no, if we, if that's okay, then what's not okay, you know? <laughs> And a lot of people tend to bring that up. Like, oh, what if I just, you know, stop wearing pants? Is that special tour? And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's a slippery slope you know, fallacy. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, because obviously there is a right and a wrong way to do it. And I guess it's like porn where it's like, you know it when you see it, right? <laughs> that's my favorite Supreme Court decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean... I I definitely like the whole tie tuck phenomenon. I think I mm-hmm. I don't know how spread the tour it is. I think it's kind of like, oh my tie is long. Fuck it, I'm gonna tuck it in. I don't think it's like egregious as some people make it out to be. <laughs> um, and you know someone actually brought up how like oh if that's okay, like why is it okay that classic menswear can be, you know can accept tucking in their tie when they make fun of the pity peacocks who wear pink suits? Like what's the difference? And I'm like. Well, the difference is I think one's cool and one's not, <laughs> you know, and that's and that literally can change for everybody. Like there are probably guys out there who hate classic clothing and they want to have the, the crop jackets, the crop pants with pink, you know, or like some floral jacket. And that's OK for them, too. Like, that's fine. You know, and I think everyone has a sense of what's OK and what, again, what Spetsatura means for them. You know, that's that's my that's my two pennies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you like that because it's <laughs> two cents. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I really don't. Again, I don't really like calling out people based on how they dress. I mean, I I know you do a lot. But <laughs> we do. I mean, everyone does. You know, I mean, maybe not. You know, in the sense of being. I don't. I don't want to insult people over it. You know, uh-huh. but um, in the end, it really kind of just matters. You know, 
how you feel about it. And obviously, we all have our limits. Um, so that's, yeah. <laughs> I just said the same thing twice, but... <laughs> that's okay. I feel like we do that a lot on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I know. We, we talk for like an hour, and I'm sure that we end up... We could cut it down to like two minutes. <laughs> we'll get <Yeah>. better. <laughs> we'll get better. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Did you have any other uh, thoughts on that or any other... No. Um, no, yeah, I think we hit it. I think we did it. I just remember last time, sometime in the middle of the episode, I Googled Sprezzatura and went to Google Images, and I found a really funny picture. I don't remember what the picture was, but now I'm looking for it again. Right. I think, you know, on that subject, I know that the guy teaching me, Jose Zuniga, he would talk about, like, how he used to do the whole Thai thing. And I think it's, you can't, do sprezzatura you can't like put that on and be like i'm gonna i'm gonna intentionally do it because i think that like i'm how, all, like i feel like a lot of fashion blogs probably have how to dress sprezzatura <laughs> no no there is look Spencer, look it up right now okay. i tell you it's like it's usually disguised under how to dress like an italian <laughs> oh yeah um but no it happens like there was a gentleman's gazette video on yep, that remember? forbes uh fashion beans with isn't that a joke from the office <laughs> Is it passion beans? No, just like remember when Pam and Jim come back from honeymoon and they're like, Franken beans. It was a stretch. Nope. It was a stretch. Okay. But stretch I was Armstrong. doing it. Yeah, there is a lot of articles on how to do this. Right. Why don't Why don't you go on one? Don't tell us which one it is in case they're a friend or whatever. But you can. Uh, why don't you go down the list and we can talk about that. Okay. Then we can do that as our last segment. Okay. Sounds good. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Duh, 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 duh. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, that was a bad one. Spoiler alert. That was the one from Forbes because I was hoping it would be a list, but instead it was just like a narrative. I mean, you could talk about Forbes. Forbes is not a sponsor. Okay. <laughs> uh, Step one. Okay. One of the best backhanded compliments I've ever received from came from a friend who said, Michael, you dress with a certain je ne sais quoi. Okay, Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? Um, is that just? That's the that, intro, that's... and Forbes won't let me go back to Google. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> let's. Hell, Forbes. Okay, wait, wait. Here's here's another one. Um, mm-hmm. Start with the right fit. When it comes to this, when it comes to style, the right fit is everything. Italians okay. pride themselves in wearing clothes that fit. I'm saying this sarcastically, but for the most part, I don't disagree with this. Okay. If there's a gathering of fabric or if there's excess material hanging loosely, you probably need to go a size down. Tailored jackets must fit almost like a glove. Avoid looking owned by clothes, as this will make you feel awkward and will fake the Sprezzatura look. Uh, when that... are they going to get into actual Sprezzatura? <laughs> I'm just waiting for bad advice. Oh, here we okay. go. Accessori- Accessorize like an Italian. Scarves are a great way to complete okay. your look. <laughs> <laughs> I love a jaunty scarf. Yep. Oh boy. Oh um, my god. Oh, I I think I heard one time where they were like, "Oh yeah, pile on as many bracelets as possible." Yeah, that's that, that was uh, that was the picture for like how to accessorize like an. Italian. How is that like? I don't. I mean, I yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of bracelets. I don't even. I don't even wear a watch or drink coffee. Um. That's sorry. That was an inside joke. Um, yeah, but Ethan talks a lot about how he today. doesn't drink coffee. That's the joke. Yeah, that's it. Um, but I, I don't, I don't get the appeal of wearing more than one bracelet. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, if you like one, 
you know, if you like the metal. I know that Simon Crompton, the guy behind Permanent Style, got a bespoke gold bracelet. And I thought that was kind of odd because he's usually kind of a conservative dresser. Like, he doesn't really like anything too fancy. Um, so I was surprised that he commissioned a, a gold bracelet, you know. And I'm like, sure, okay. Um, but, like, having, like, a million on both of your wrists doesn't seem studied carelessness to me at all. <laughs> so I just Googled how to dress pity in hopes that that would find us the bad content we were looking for. Nice. <laughs> I wonder if they'll say that it's Pretzatura. Probably. White blazer. I mean, that's... Distressed yeah, jeans. Anything. Yeah, okay. Um. Okay, this list from GQ is literally just, like, there's no commentary. There's just, like, items that you should buy. Man. See, maybe that's the issue. Like, they're trying to spin... I think people are <clears throat> trying to spin Pretzatura into this brand when it's mm-hmm. not like everyone's got their own idea and i guess it might be the fault of pity peacocks and i don't even think it's their fault because that's what people take pictures of you know if you look at almost every mainstream coverage of pity it's always the peacocks you know it's you have to go to like the rake or permanent style to get like the classic menswear you mm-hmm. know you're not going to see it you know it's, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy you know like oh yeah Pity peacocks are, you know, they suck or whatever. Then they'll, pe- that's the only thing that they'll show. So yeah. people will automatically see it. Like if you look up Pity Uomo on Google, I'm sure the first picture will be of some guy sitting on that, you know, it is, it is almost certainly. Oh, yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> hey, found an article what? from 2015 on Guess Who's blog. Oh, God. Yours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's called Pity Peacocks, isn't it? No, it's called Pity Uomo style, whatever. Oh, so wait. from wait from what year 2015 oh my god that's that's the beginning of the blog it's bad yes. <laughs> when, okay so you'll see classic italian style with shirts only buttoned to the bottom of your chest or white pants you'll even see sprezzatura with neckties and varying lengths is that me writing yes <laughs> oh, wow. it is that's me <laughs> above all you'll, want to see, you you'll see men who want to stand out Oh, and then your first right. picture is called hipster pity style. Oh wow, oh, his face is coming right now <laughs> on his own writing. You are wearing, you are wearing. I didn't a, know. I, I didn't know I'd, I'd get gotcha on my own <laughs> podcast. You are wearing a khaki Zara blazer and H and M OCBD with the worst collar. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. I, I feel like it doesn't even roll. No, it definitely doesn't because you know, it's the funny so thing, small. I I remember that it's the premium shirt from h&m i think and i was like this is 30 dollars whoa this is expensive and then a floral <laughs> tie <laughs> the next photo you are wearing low-rise gray jeans with a like probably h&m um uh gray windowpane blazer let's see a black vest black sweater vest an orange tie and just a regular spread collar shirt and sounds solid to me <laughs> <laughs> but Oh, and then, like, really ugly tassel loafers. <laughs> oh, they're like that canvas, right? They're like canvas? Yeah, they are from Zara. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah. And what you don't... You, that one? You're standing really awkwardly, so you look like how I stand in all my photos. <laughs> I didn't get the Ethan poses down yet. No. <laughs> Wait, is one of the pictures me wearing... Uh, me on my phone? Uh, let me check. 
Actually, I do. Yes, it's the first photo. You're talking on your phone, sitting on a rock. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta you gotta tie it all in together, Wait, right? You weren't actually talking on the phone, right? Of course not. <laughs> oh Good boy! God. Wow, that's that's awful. Yeah. At least I didn't give advice. But what was the advice? Yeah, tell me, tell us more of what I wrote. Um, you, I mean, this is, seems pretty consistent with today. You were like, you're talking about how all the pretty guys are wearing like super expensive bespoke stuff, and you're like, I got them by ch- shopping at the mall. Except now you would say like, I got them by going to Goodwill. Yeah, um, I think now I call out mall brands. You more do than <laughs> a lot. Um, you said that the outfit, the second outfit I described with the gray jeans and the black H&M sweater vest with this unique low blazer, you were like, it's an old school look. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is it because I'm wearing striped shirts and pattern ties? Probably, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, you you tell everyone to go sockless. Are you still into that? (laughs) No, I'm not. I wear socks all the time now. Yeah. Um, oh. Wow. Okay, he, you definitely you highly recommend floral ties. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this this is more of like a Pityomo episode than yeah. a uh, than a tour episode. I mean, I feel like those two those things are hard to divorce. Like uh yeah. like a Catholic monarch. <laughs> ha ha very funny yeah did you find the the article called pity peacock yeah that's you, awesome. oh my god yeah here we go here raj we go. killing it yeah raj is okay raj is consistently good like i wish i was as good as raj nothing when i was no- starting out oh boy you look very 70s yeah you talk about it 70s pimp outfit oh my god double-breasted um <laughs> like like navy pinstripe suit with a red uh turtleneck and then one of the photos is you pulling on your turtleneck like your rodney like your rodney dangerfield (laughs) i got no no respect yeah respect at all Uh, you know what's funny is that that was my first ever modern db suit yeah and oh my god hold on but you just threw on an overcoat and a fedora (laughs) okay it's raining it was raining okay let me let me let me let me make it even worse for you guys so the suit is linen oh my god and i'm wearing a merino <laughs> turtleneck mm-hmm. so let, me, let that sink in real quick of how <laughs> of how weird that pairing is yep um and the funny thing is that uh, i think last year we did like a whole like state of the union for mfa or something like that which you know it was a state of union today um but I think they were talking about how we progressed, how certain people have progressed or whatever. Maybe it was one of those. Maybe it wasn't State of the Union. But anyway, someone said that their favorite outfit of me was that outfit. Hmm. Which, I mean, I get it. Like, turtleneck in a DB suit, it's pretty solid. You know, I, I might, I, you know, I've done it again recently. Um, except I didn't wear, like, a burgundy turtleneck. <laughs> yep. And a pinstripe suit, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's very surprising that they like that. And I guess it's because... Maybe there's some appeal to peacocking, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's maybe because the old school suiting will always be old school. And to regular guys who have a bad taste for classic tailoring, they they want something different. Yeah, one more thing I want to complain about. 
uh, my word. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of times when the salesmen are selling, they will talk about how suits are supposed to fit now, or they will just describe things that like you could apply to classic tailoring, like high-rise pants, cuffs, pleats, double-breasted suits, buttoning-up suits, stuff like that. And they right. will say, we don't do that anymore. That was like, that's an old guy thing. And I'm like, not necessarily. <laughs> like, old guys do wear stuff like this. But to say that to to blanket pleated pants or cuffs on pants and to say that's an old guy thing, you can't do it anymore. I feel like that's where a lot of the problems that guys have with classic menswear come from. You know, I think, yeah, they, they have this aversion to looking old mm-hmm. um but the thing is i mean that's what appealed to me about the armory is that they made these old school things i mean they're obviously not old school you know they're they're bespoke they're probably made in the last year or so but they made it look so effortless and so they made it look fucking good that's, mm-hmm. that's i mean that's the point and like every time someone brings that up i just want to like show them a picture of like jake grantham or mark cho and be like Look at this guy. This guy's your age, and he's like fucking rocking pleats, high waisted, with a you know with a navy you know with a with a double breasted jacket or a suit or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, that's I, yeah, Andy. Yeah, what were you yeah, I, like like Ethan said, I think it all comes down to the fit, right? Like how it fits you. If it fits properly, it doesn't matter if you have pleats or yeah. no pleats, cuff, no cuffs. If it fits right, it's gonna look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, oh man, like there's. I mean, I'm in a part of like different Facebook groups because I'm friends with you know, a couple of uh, menswear bloggers. You know, like uh, Brock McGough from the Modest Man, uh, Baron. Uh, I forgot his last Quadro. I think from the Effortless Gent, and you know, they're 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 nor- they're good guys, right? But like you know, the community is kind of like you know, it's a lot of regular guys who want style advice, and I see what Spencer, what you were talking about, a lot that comes up, like this is too old you know it's not modern enough Mm -hmm. and i think if these guys just saw how effortless and how you know with a little bit of spezzatura you know when you add that into classic tailoring it can look just as good as you know a guy from j crew where they all worship and you know that's what they aspire to look like you know um But I think I think that's what it is. Like I think a healthy dose of spread tour is always needed, you know. And I think that when you have something that's a little too modern, you know, it's cropped or if it fits too close, you don't have any. You literally don't have any room to for any like mistakes or any natural occurrences that will happen, you mm-hmm. know. Like it, it it'll show all the nooks and crannies as opposed to like you know it doesn't really let you slouch. Yeah. You know, and I think that to me is the essence of spread you know, being able to make mistakes. And just kind of rolling with it. Like yeah, Andy Pope, said. Like you, you dress it up, and then you, I mean, you dress up, you put on your clothes, and you walk out the door, and you let the world happen to you. And that's and that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good stopping point right there. What do you think? That's a great stopping point. I had this yeah. image in my head of a guy getting dressed up and then going out, and it's a rainy day, and then a bus then drives died. past him and gets a bunch of mud on his suit, and he's like, finally, spread to Tura. <laughs> like and, and it's, it's like finest. it's like it's like that direct tv commercial i think where they're like where it's all like no one likes high cable prices like no one wants to get like mud on their stuff or drop their salad yeah their but all those people in the commercials are like the spretzatura is off the charts yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so now that we're nearing the end here uh, i just want to remind everyone to 
leave us a review. Yeah, I have those pulled up. Did we read them? Yeah, we did. We read the one from John. Okay, we also read the one from uh, Turker. Turker job. Yeah, that's um, that's Josh Gooch. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they both they both left reviews. We really appreciate it. If you guys want to leave us, you know, five star ratings or you know whatever rating you want, hopefully it's five stars. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it really helps us out. Lets other people, you know, gain awareness for the podcast because there aren't a lot of other menswear podcasts out there. Because um, it's a entirely visual medium. Right. Fashion. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Please do, and if you want to leave us um, an email at style and direction, all spelled out, style and direction at gmail dot com. You can find the same thing on, on Instagram. You can follow us there. Um, but you can always contact us. Uh, you can find us on our individual Instagrams. Mine is at Ethan M Wong. I'm Spencer DSL. And uh, I know yours is private, Andy. I don't know if you want to shout out. Do you have anything to plug? Like, do you want any people to add you on Facebook or? Um, if you're private, that's fine too. Have you watched any good TV shows recently? Like mm-hmm. the good place. Well, I'm, I'm probably just gonna keep it low key. Okay, sure, that's totally sure. fine. Yeah, if uh, right. if you guys want to talk to us, you know, there's always the Street Experts a Community Facebook group. If you just look that up, you'll find it. Um, it's connected to the Facebook page for the blog. Uh, you can find it if you just click community, you'll find the fucking community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but there's always guys there. You know, we're always talking stuff, sharing pictures. It's a real sausage um, fest. Yeah, yeah. There's literally, no. There's Linda. Linda's in there. Hey, Linda. Linda sometimes comments. She's a she's a cool vintage mom. That uh, her her husband Kevin actually has bought a few of my clothes that I've been trying to, uh, you know. So Andy bought some too. So I'm just you know, my Ethan cool will sell Asian you clothes friends that are my size are buying my clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, if you if you want us to, to hang out with us, and if you don't mind, you know, joining with your Facebook account, because I know that millennials don't like Facebook, or something like that. Maybe I don't, I don't know what millennials like anymore. Yeah, me neither. I know. Apparently, we're taking we're shutting down the detergent, yeah, uh, <laughs> industry or something like that. Yeah, we killed um, Hooters. Right. Yeah. Is there, is there anything you want to plug, Andy? Anything you, you know, it doesn't have to be menswear. You can talk about how they had this you know, great food. You know, you had a great in and out on the corner of Harbor and whatever, and you really want to shout them out. You can do that, too. Um, <laughs> wait, I, I didn't really get what you mean. So Just, like, talk about, like, anything you want more people yeah, to know about. Wanna, like, yeah, literally, like, I like I plugged like The Good like Place. Brand. I anything, keep talking about anything it. Anything you want. Okay, the thing that I really want to support is a – I know a guy who's um, who's, this, who's the son of a tailor uh-huh. in Saigon where I was born and raised. So uh, his, his family owned – well, he, his father owned a family-run a tailor shop, and he's actually taken after him. Oh, cool! Uh, his name is is Fam Taylor. I, I think that's that's a really cool shop. Uh, is that P H A M? Yeah, P H A M. Yes, it is. Yep. Taylor. And what was the name of the blog you mentioned earlier that did the menswear walk in Vietnam? Um, Gentlemen's sharing, and the guy that who wrote the blog, who's who's the the owner of the blog. I mean, it's it's on Facebook. It's a Facebook page. Okay. Um, okay. The guy who's working there, he's, uh, he's, he's working for Sir Taylor in Vietnam. I think they have a lot of, of potential right now. Oh, cool. They actually have a brand, a, a Sir Taylor, which is the bespoke their bespoke brand, but they're doing a little downgrade brand. It's called Sir Misura. So they... Made to measure. Made to measure, yeah. Yeah, Sir Misura. Yep. Starting at I think it's not expensive at all, but I think they imported the technology and fabric from direct from, from Italy. 
Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was so the gentleman sharing from Sir Taylor, uh-huh. and there was also your friend at Fam Taylor. Fam Taylor. Cool. I think Fam Taylor. I think that guy is a part of the group now, mm-hmm. and he's yep, uh, he's yep. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, I want to plug uh, this show that I found. It's called Breaking Bad, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no one's ever about, heard of it. Yeah, you know, I just I just started it. And this guy, I know it's weird. It's the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> he's he's doing like this you dramatic it? show. You know, I'm only in season three right now, but you know he's he's doing drugs or he's he's making drugs. It's a, it's a real <laughs> wild trip, and uh, can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, the podcast Ethan and I are both listening to Good oh, Christian yeah. Fun. <laughs> Check it out. Really great. Yeah, we're, funny podcast. Spencer and I are Christians. We are different denominations, but we, we do. Were, yeah, we were raised. We do, you know. We yeah, we, we have some of the same, uh, like, we, we both saw Veggie Tales. We both have yeah, seen the for, Christian Mingle movie. For reference, but. it's a podcast where they talk about Christian pop pop culture, and both of us are listening to it and getting, like, flashbacks to our childhood. Oh, yeah, dude. It's it's really good. I really recommend you guys checking that out. Uh-huh. Um, so, as the last part here, we ask our guest to come <laughs> oh, up God. with a sign-off on the spot. So, mm. give us your great sign-off. Not to stress you out, but no one's come up with a good enough one to keep us us using it. This is Andy, Ethan, and Spencer. And thank you guys for listening to the podcast from Street Expresso. (laughs) See you guys next time. That was solid. That was good. All right. See you guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.